Ladies and gentlemen, from somewhere in London, England, this is the podcast. Podcast. It's a podcast about podcasts. Oh, hello. Oh, fancy seeing you here. So much for this mild weather. Yeah, it's, it's cold. They listen to podcasts. We listen. This is the podcast podcast. It's a podcast about our favourite podcasts. Though I do stress, it's not a review of podcasts. It's more of a catalyst for us to discuss the podcasts that we like, the issues raised in those podcasts, and in doing so, create our own podcast. Mm. And this week's topic is... Is is, Sorry. Is is it awkwardness? Yes. It's awkwardness. (laughs) There was a couple of podcasts that we listened to that were kind of awkward or about awkwardness. Firstly, the Awkward Family podcast. Yeah, I preferred that one. Yeah, I quite enjoyed that. Uh, the one we listened to had the, the boy with a mask in a photo. Yeah, so it's um, Mike Bender and his wife, Suchin Park. And they also do the Awkward Family Photo website. So you encourage to send in the most awkward uh, photos you have of yourself and your family. Uh, the other one we listened to was the Awkward Tuesday phone call. Uh, and it was like, kind of like a radio show where they... Yeah. On every Tuesday, they call, they make an awkward phone call. I mean, it was entertaining, but it was clearly manufactured and mm. the situations went real. Let's talk about awkwardness and handshakes. I'm going to be honest with you, I don't really feel awkward doing handshakes. I've, I'm a terrible handshaker. I do feel awkward doing handshakes. Can, can I just do one with you now? Just yeah. Quick, do it natural. Yeah, yeah. That's not too bad. See, that was... I went slightly harder than I normally would then. Did you? Just very well, slightly. Do you, let me do one more. Okay, See, then I, went, then I went softer. It's it's edgy. I mean, it's sort of edging on the creepier side at the moment. <laughs> if, right, unless okay. you do some major work on it. So what do I need to do? I think it's because your hands are so lovely and soft. <laughs> when you know someone well, you don't really. You well, haven't really shaken hands with you now. It's unlikely I will. It's a very formal thing, right? It is kind of uh, like you know the oldest sort of one of the sort of human rituals, isn't it? Where yeah. You're kind of making some a sort of safe form of contact. It's that tactile, but it's not intimate. Although your handshake sort of oddly feels like it is. Right. I actually prefer a hug. Hugging when it's someone um, that you really love, it's not awkward at all. It's actually health benefits. It releases a chemical. Um, Cocaine, right? You know, I noticed that a lot of the social circle I <laughs> move in t- <laughs> t- t- tend to have that double kiss on the cheek thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've got um, a lot of Polish family, and in Poland, it's a three kiss. Three kiss? Yes, yeah, the left, right, left. So, I was at a wedding. I was, you know, you'd stand in line to kind of express your, um, you know, your happiness to the, to the, the bride and groom. I kissed the groom three times on the cheek, and I looked around, and people were like, "What's going on?" And he looked really taken aback. And then, and then I realised you don't, you don't kiss the guys. This is some more fucking interesting shit. Considering what we're talking about, really. Apparently, about thirty percent of people. Um, have a different way of regulating serotonin and it's to do with these things called alleles. Mm-hmm. About 30% of the population have shorter alleles and it leaves serotonin in the brain a bit longer and it seems to amplify a person's emotional reaction. So for example, they'll laugh uh, more genuinely and longer at funny films, yeah. um, but they'll also get more embarrassed. I think I've, I think I've got that. Yeah, so that's definitely tied into awkwardness, I think. Yeah. You're more susceptible to being awkward if you have short alleles. 
sometimes when I'm in Starbucks, is you know you have to put your name on the cup to know that you, it's your coffee because yeah. there's lots of coffees coming through. But I've got a bit of a weird name, Kier. Yeah. Uh, it's difficult to spell. How do you a- spell it? K E I R. Those last three all sound the same. So to them, it's like K E E E. So now I'm like, you know what? My name's Bob. Really? I just say Bob. I'm Bob. But then you know what happened last week? Mm. I went, hi, I'm I'm Bob. He's like, sorry? I was like, Bob, P. And then he's like, let's just call you P. I was like, okay, let's call me P. Um, one of my first jobs, there's a really lovely guy. Yeah, he was calling me Mike for maybe t- two years. <laughs> you should have just changed your name by Depot. So I'm not a cameraman, mm-hmm. um, but I like cameras and I like to record things occasionally. Yeah. A few years ago, I was at a press junket. Mm-hmm. And um, the heavyweight champion of the world was there, Vladimir Klitschko at the time. I know of him. Um, so Dr. Steelhammer. He was a sports press junkie then. It was for a fight, actually, between him and the dangerous up-and-coming heavyweight at the time, David Hay. And so the two of them were, were going to fight. Mm-hmm. And I had to get a few promotional shots with both fighters, one at a time. And I thought, while I'm waiting to do that, I was in the, in the press room. Um, Vladimir Klitschko was coming in to do some interviews. I'll get some behind-the-scenes shots of Vladimir Klitschko. Really sets the scene, doesn't it? So there's all these quite well-known boxing journalists and sports journalists in the room, and I'm hearing Vladimir Klitschko's on his way up. There's a spare camera. I grab it, turn it on. Vladimir Klitschko walks through the door. Huge man. Mm. uh, Intimidating. I see him looking straight at him, pointing the camera straight at him. He starts walking directly towards me, coming like straight at me. It's go time. It's go time. As he's getting closer, I can see him clearly. In real life, I can yep. see him clearly, but I can't see him in the viewfinder. No. Oh no, what's going on? Then he speaks. The lens cap is on. <laughs> That's all he said. <laughs> then he sat down and awaited the world's questions. He was like he was saying it to me. <laughs> the impression was pitch perfect. Everyone looked at me like, who the fuck yeah. is this idiot? He's not a cameraman. Then I carried on filming. Right. But it was one of those things I really wanted to say, guys, sorry, I'm, I'm not a cameraman. This is just, I'm just getting some, I'm using my initiative <laughs> you here. Want, oh, you, I'm just uh, get, this is actually, this is actually added, added bonus. This is actually a good thing I'm doing. Yeah. But I didn't, because you can't in that situation. I did take the lens cap off. Yep. And then I just carried on filming. What was your sort of main skill in that situation then? It's not, if it's not filming, it's... <laughs> I don't know, comic relief, maybe. <laughs> So we, you were just there by yourself? Uh, there was someone else from our company who, who just really quickly disassociated himself from me. He's a sweet-talking film man. He's a man and his name is Dan. Hello, Dan. Hello, Kia. Hi, Dan. Hi, Matt. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. And where are you? We're in, we're in a park. Uh, it's, in a park? Yeah, it's night time. Okay. We're on a bench. I'm not going to ask any more questions. Okay. <laughs> oh, I don't have my panic word. We wanted to talk to you about awkwardness and film. Yeah, and whether you've got any sort of film references, recommendations. Well, I mean, one of the points I thought would be worth making is that in films and kind of all stories, really, like all lead characters are to some extent awkward. They break from the status quo, you know. And this kind of goes back centuries in storytelling you think uh, you know greek tragedy something like oedipus you know you know the guy murders his 
father then goes on to marry his mother. That's yeah. awkward. Imagine Christmas around there. Do I think the Greeks believe in Christmas? Uh, that's, yeah, that's a whole other issue. But anyway, they're watching, uh, what were we watching? Oh, Ice Age. Yeah, that was the other day. And uh, there's an Ice Age Christmas special in which mm. we celebrate Christmas. Um, that didn't work at all because it's, you know, a million years before Christ even existed. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, it wasn't something the kids really understood when I, I kind of took it apart and turned the DVD off. Uh, yeah, so well, it's, uh, the kind of king of new sort of neurotic awkwardness, and of course Woody Allen, but it goes towards sort of mental issues rather than um, someone who's just awkward. A film which is the you know British stiff upper lip awkwardness is uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral. What about when you're watching films when you're a teenage boy? with your parents and there's a sex scene. Oh my God, that is a really good point. I, even now I won't. When I was younger, I watched Basic Instinct with my parents. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, one other point. There's rarely in film you get kind of awkward female characters and I wonder if that's something mm. about the terror sex perhaps being just more confident and not so awkward. Maybe something a film like Bridesmaids kind of addresses that. You're going to... But, but, but generally, yeah, I think, I, think, I think ladies are more open to talking about their problems. And I think that's where the awkwardness in men kind of comes from that reluctance to actually talk Discuss. about our problems. We just hold it back and kind of mm. deal with it in a, in a way which never works out as we hope. Thank you, Dan. Thanks very much, Dan. We'll speak to you again next time. I'll give you an awkward goodbye. Um, goodbye. <laughs> Uh, so we've decided to come inside because it was really cold out there. In New Zealand, mm. did you ever, when you answer the landline, would you ever say, would you be like, would you say the number, your number, like five four seven eight three two one? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do that a lot. Was that just a UK thing? Do you think? Don't know. <laughs> so small talk is yeah. um, that can be quite awkward. A good small talk, there's yeah. like a nice ebb and flow. Like the Queen is good at small talk, I imagine. If you can hear small talk from a distance, you can hear that from the Queen. Yeah, I think it's like, how is Do you think a better way to think of it is just as talk? Maybe small is taking away the importance of it, and if you just if you just know it's a kind of filler, like yeah. it's the commercials between you know the main event, but maybe that should be the main event as well. It could be commercials like yeah. at the Super Bowl, where they're actually really good. <laughs> Toilet etiquette can be awkward. Yeah. Uh, not to- talking versus talking, what's the rule? Um, I mean, we're not talking well. pooing, we're talking weeing. You're at the, you're at the urinal. Oh. You're not going to talk while you're having a shit, but you might talk while you're having a piss, right? Yeah, oh yeah fully yeah. yeah fully but um I, I don't know you sort of because you're sort of quite focused i don't think the quality of the conversation is as, is as kind of i feel dis- distracted so i don't you're not getting yeah. my best in those situations i mean if, I, if there is a best well, well i don't know that i cannot i mean i'm so distracted that i can't even wait i mean i find if i'm at the urinal yeah. and i haven't started i'm not in the flow and someone else is there right. comes in I can't wee. And no. No, completely. Cannot it, no, wee. No, that... You can, really? Really, really... Even if I'm busting, suddenly cannot wee. Oh, God. So I have to just pretend, go through the process of pretending that I'm weeing, even though there's no noise oh. being made. Um, but if it's just so me, I'm fine. I always use the loos, actually. The, I don't use the yeah, urinal. Yeah, yeah. One time I was on the loo, realised I was in the girls' toilets, when a girl came in, talking to another girl. But couldn't, wouldn't you just gone in and seen that and been like, oh, 
No, because I went into the toilet. So you went, you went in, you didn't think... It's relatively the same. Oh, they are the same, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, I think it's a harmless mistake. I don't. It's think. a harmless mistake, but it's a very difficult one to But it's the fact that you did it also 10 or 11 times, <laughs> even after being warned. It's, do you then go, oh, I'm really sorry, um, I'm sorry, I'm in here. No, you. that's fully the But if thing. you don't do that, then you quietly listen. Right. That's just as bad. I don't think that's as bad. You're in there by accident. It's not your fault. I don't think you need to be like, oh, hey, I'm in here. Because I don't think you're going to hear anything that's, like, mad. And if it's... They're not going to be t- talking about you, so I would... So no, I would just but what like, if they went to the loo? Yeah, but you're already in the cubicle. You're not going to see anything, are you? No, but you might hear something. I think that's all right. Okay. I think there's nothing audibly different no, gender-wise. Okay. okay. So you just got to wait and then just yeah. get out of there as soon as you can. Does that bring the, the sort of flow stops... Yeah, the flow stops and just the general fun of going to the toilet stops. It doesn't sound like it's fun for you unless you're breaking into the ladies' toilets <laughs> and then sort of listening to their conversations with, oh your, with your sort of knees up. Yeah. That's happened to me a few times, like bars and pubs, I get confused. It's I actually went into guttle. the ladies' toilet with a, with a video camera by mistake in a London pub. And there was, a, there was a lady in there and I was like... Did you mistakenly film her? <laughs> no, I didn't. And I just said, I'm sorry, this looks bad, but I'd, I'm actually just filming the gig. <laughs> With the lens yeah. cap on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the lens cap incident, um, that wasn't actually even the most embarrassing thing I did with a professional boxer that day. Wow. At that press event, there was another boxer, David Hay, the guy yes. that Vladimir Klitschko was going to be fighting. And I was left alone with David yeah. Hay in a room. It was a kind of swanky central London room. Was he wrapping his hand in a, in a boxing wrap? No, no, because this was a press That's event. Cool. So he was in a T-shirt. He'd built himself up from cruiserweight to, to a genuine heavyweight. What, what happened in that room? So, yeah, I just, like, reached across and I touched his bicep. I squeezed it a little bit. God, this is horrible. As my arm was going across, I was thinking, what are you doing? Don't do this, Menzies, what are you... It's too late, though, I can't pull... It would be weirder to now pull my arm back. So I have to commit... No, I, I have to commit to the bicep grab. Right. I squeeze the bicep, mm-hmm. I pull my arm back, I immediately regret it. He looks around, as you do when someone grabs you. Yeah, so you, you really grabbed them, did you? Uh, just pressed. Yeah. A little, a little press, pinch, a little squeeze. To, to sort of, to follow it up with the, you've got really big muscles, man comment he it's like it's like how it's like how would you make an awkward situation a million times. times more awkward yeah like you wouldn't even if you were to brainstorm <laughs> that's ideas pretty, that's I pretty good i would yeah you wouldn't edit that very much i would think that's incredible incredible one. he looked at me yeah and then he just went back to his phone casually but it, the look i'll never forget it just said pity pity yeah, you you you're feeling really awkward, aren't you? You could you didn't you wouldn't normally do that. Yeah. And I was thinking, if you knock me the fuck out right now, I wouldn't actually blame you entirely. Another part of me would have wanted to file for GBH, but the other part of me would have been like, hey, you know, fair enough, man. That was and that was just sheer awkwardness. I, I couldn't handle the silence. I think ultimately awkwardness feels like it's linked to sort of anxiety. And awkwardness I feel is in the same ballpark and I suppose recognising how you can recognising the signs and you know when, when you're starting to feel awkward or starting to feel anxious Are you more socially aware of others? Is that what awkwardness is? I personally don't want others to feel anxious or awkward maybe it's a selfish thing because it makes me feel anxious or awkward if someone's doing a speech or if someone's doing stand-up, I'd much rather it goes... No, funny. Really, I'd much rather... Oh, completely. I'd, if someone's doing really badly, 
there's no shading for it for me I'm just like I, I, don't, I can't watch this I don't yeah. want to watch this or same with you know you watch sort of those kind of whatever it is dating programs or whatever I want everyone just to do well and not be I, just, I don't know yeah sense. It's, um, I'm the same. It's oh, that kind of sort of uh, cringy sort of. Thing. I don't enjoy that. I just, I'm not, I'm not, you know. No, I, I mean it's so laughs. bad for me that sometimes in comedies where they're doing awkward scenes. Yeah. Even though I know it's scripted, and you so can't I, watch it. I can't watch that. Yeah. Let alone. Maybe um, it's maybe it's like caring too much about how you're perceived. Yeah. And then, and then sort of letting that go and being like, Do you know what? Maybe some people are not gonna, you know, like me, or some people are like me. You know, maybe it's not being too kind of. Yeah, maybe overly concerned it. about it because then you're not going to be awkward. You're only awkward because it's like, what if they don't like me or think I'm funny or think I know what I'm talking about? Yeah. If you're just like, if you don't like me, you don't like me. You know, as long as you're being you. Yeah. Even if you're being you and you don't know what you're talking about, you're still being you. Yeah. Is, is, is it maybe when it's like when you're being false or trying to be something else? That's when it maybe goes wrong. Yeah. So you know, like with the small talk thing, I I, I don't I mean I try and just. Uh, I'll try and ask questions I am actually interested in as opposed to right. the generalities so like if, if, you know, if you know someone's been somewhere that you've been or, they, or they've, there is that even one thing in common because you know everyone's human you're going to have things in common and I'll, it's good I'll try and get to that because I think you're always le- you know, learning from people and there's always some value I think yeah without being too sort of fucking <laughs> t- tediously uh, deep about it I think join us next week for another podcast podcast we've got an electric shower I mean I think you'll probably save a lot of money having uh, ha- having more um, oh no actually electricity is more expensive yeah yeah it? that's completely wrong uh, that's, that's uh, a lot more money eventually after a long it's awkward it's conversation is it, is, it, is it more convenient what's the no it's less convenient these two young men youngish men can make their polite exit strategies well i better go the uh, wife will kill me if i don't get going okay bye bye